0: Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Bology. Manage and measure your players' skill development and increase accountability year-round utilizing the Bology app. Boost intersquad competition with drills backed by the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, including a 40-shot Bology skills assessment. Please visit Bology.com slash teams for information on how you can provide this resource for your team. I love getting to learn about daily habits uh, that that coaches, leaders have. And I would imagine 32 years of doing this, you've you've created a system or some daily habits that really just allow you to be productive and get you going throughout the day. So uh, go ahead and share. What is your, what does your day look like?
1: Well, I, I'll start off by saying, I think you're in the same boat. Uh, you know, I believe that uh, God's a, a huge part of our life and a huge part of our, our program, at least in our, in our in our individual lives. And, and, and you know, that day always starts with uh prayer and in a quiet time. Uh, and I, I, probably not the best one to say this, but I, you really try to, uh, honor God in what you're doing. Um, you try to put the man part of it, you know, what they think about you and all the things they've said or whatever you try to put, you know, put those away. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can, but, but, but you, but you, you try to, and, and you don't do it for their approval. You do it for God's approval. And I think that's, um, have I done it? 100%? No. It's just something that you try to do daily. And and have we failed? Absolutely. Um, And my wife would be the number one person to probably say that, yeah, he's failed at that. But I think you could say also that we just keep trying um, to honor him as we go. Um, But I think, you know, I think that that's first and foremost. And I think the biggest thing is just, you know, um, your your daily walk, your daily life. Uh, You're asking kids to do a lot every day, Um, whether it be, you know, in off season, you're asking them to give up time to put extra time in. Um, you know, whether it be in the gym or the weight room or or studies, uh, whatever that might look like. And and I think you have to be that example. I don't. I think you can't be the the last one in the door and the first one out. I mean, hmm. typically coaches are gonna, you know, they're they're gonna spend more time a lot of times with those kids or with that part of your family versus your blood family. And uh, I think those are the times that. that that are a little bit difficult, but I think that, you know, in order for you to be successful, maybe in man's eyes and in God's eyes, you have to spend time at it. And, um, I think, you know, I think we'll get to that later, but, uh, the balance of of doing that is, is difficult. Um, but, but just set the routine, um, as far as, you know, what time you get up every day, whether it be in season, out of season, what you're doing early in the morning, um, what you're asking, like I said, be the example that, you know, the kids show up, you don't want to be walking in the door five minutes before the kids, um, or, 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 or worse have them beat you there. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just being an example for them. Um, and they see what you do daily. Cause I, I think, it, and I know you believe this, you know, what they see, your actions are going to speak a lot louder than, than what your words are saying. I love that. And, as a person of faith, too, i mean i I appreciate
0: the fact that you share you know how you start your day. And it really, it's a mind shift, a total mind shift from the uh, admiration of others or or the idea of I have to please others. I mean, it's not bad to do that, but if we are just so torn, or focused on their approval. That's really what I was thinking, the approval of others. Uh, I've thought about this a lot. I mean, (laughs) you and I, at some point, we're going to die. And when when we do, how our parents thought of us, the time we spent focused on that, I mean, it's really not going to matter as much as what God thinks of us, what we did with his son. I mean, that, that, that decision. Now, so right. once you get your mind wrapped around that, to me, it really focuses your path to where, what you said. Instead of personal glory and accolades, it's about honoring and being faithful in this role that we've been given. But I, I don't see, I mean, I, I obviously there's some people that are, still feel that way even without faith. But to me, faith is really what push points me in that path. Because without that, I mean, with, without that focus of what will God think of me? What will? How am I pleasing Him? How I how am I honoring Him with what I say and do every day? Without that, man, I just get so wrapped up in this basketball thing Absolutely. and in wins and losses and success. And then I think about my high school coach Tommy Thomas and the amazing career he had. But you know. Three or four years after he was done, I don't think many people cared anymore, really, about the wins and losses. But when he texts me every day, or, or at least weekly or every month, and calls and checks on me, man, that's what's really important. So I, I appreciate you starting off like that.
1: I think it's huge, too. You know, and, and again, you, I think you alluded to it with Coach Thomas. Really, uh, you know, the basketball part of it's going to be over you know, whether, it be, you know, whether it's a four-year career in high school, whether they get they're you know, they're fortunate enough to go on and play in college. But at some point basketball is going to be over. And I think the impact, you know, something we always talk about is I, you know, when you leave our program, leave your program, you know, I want you to be a a, a really good citizen. I want, I want you to be prepared. At least you're not going to be prepared, but at least maybe, hopefully I was an example of, you know, uh, a good husband, a good father. Yep. Um, a good a good member of the community, a good worker. Yeah, know. somebody that embraced the
0: process, didn't get yes. so wrapped up in in results. And yeah. and to your point too, it's they they may not our players may not understand or appreciate that in the moment when it's over. Because I you know, when you and I are talking right now, there's about a month left in school. And so our seniors are now about two months removed. And I had a parent tell me that her son was struggling a little bit with the fact that he he didn't want to play in college so that this was really it. And and I I think he had in the moment a little bit of a, you know, an almost an empty feeling of of really like I spent all that time and my senior year's done and and basketball's kind of over, like that's it. But I don't, so sometimes I think the reminder is, is that, they won't realize in that moment all of the lessons, all of the habits that they've learned and been cultivating in this time. But you and I both know at some point when he is, has to get up on a Friday morning to take a test and nothing in him wants to do that, hopefully he's got the toughness to choose that hard thing that day. And that came from, and without realizing that came from our program but sometimes they won't. They won't get it in the
1: moment. Exactly right. That, that's a great point. You know, another example of that is why do you run? Why do we? Why do we have guys run a mile in in our off season? Well, a lot of it's just mental toughness. That really running a mile has nothing to do with basketball. <laughs> uh, you know, it really doesn't. Right. You just want to see them get out there and try and break through a wall to see if they can get a time. Uh, and then you know, most of them will admit, at least the ones that I been fortunate to have to go on and play college basketball. One of the first things they do when they get on the campus is they go run them out Uh, and they, you know, get a time and they, they do it until they get a certain time. Um, So yeah, it's just a mental, mental toughness. Um, And going back to your point, and I'll even use my own son about this. I mean, he's, he's playing right now and he's, he's going to make a decision, you know, whether he's going to keep playing or not play. And I think, you know, he, he actually went and I'm proud of him for this because he had a good head on his shoulders. Um, you know, too many kids. I was probably the same way early in coaching, maybe still today trying not to be, but your identity's not, should not be just because you play basketball or because you coach basketball. Um, you know, as a Christian, your identity is in Christ and you guys got to remember that. And so, you know, good days, bad days, basketball, well, you know, you always have him to fall back on. And I think that's, that's huge for the kids too, to see whether they, whether they, whether they believe it or not, at some point there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be something that that, that triggers that memory and maybe, you know, start them thinking about it.
0: And I think we can help them with that while, while they're here with us and, and, you know, they've been entrusted to us to make sure that basketball is in the appropriate spot in their life. Because I I think you're the same way. It's not first in mine. But sometimes I feel like I talk to them as if it's first in theirs. Right. But I mean, their faith, their family, their academics, and then hopefully basketball. But golly, if we're honest, that's probably right across from the girlfriend and then the other clubs and things that they're a part of and other interests. And so I think it, it is good because if we don't do that, then we run the risk of setting these guys up for—I uh, mean, really for failure. Because yeah. I experienced that. I mean, pop I basketball was everything, and then going into my senior year in college, it's completely ripped away and, t- and changed. And and I realized that, golly, I, I the foundation I thought I had from when I grown up in a Christian home and. I used, I would say the right words. Well, when push came to shove, man, it was basketball. And then, okay, well, basketball's bad. What do I, what do I fall back on? Well, I want to find a little joy and peace and happiness here. I'll just run to the closest thing. And in college, man, it's easy to find that stuff. It's easy to find that in high school for these kids. And so, but it went, but with if sport, a relationship, a job, and you, I gotta, I gotta remember that now. You know, we have a bad season. Is my demeanor, is my value, all wrapped up in that, or am I uh, focused on someone else, something else?
1: And I think that that goes back to the what you're what you're we're talking about to begin with, just your habits. I think just that that thought process has to become a habit, and it ends up being just second nature. You know, yep. Not not that it. Always is because don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we, we're going to fall off that easily uh, every every Tuesday and Friday night. You got to remind yourself of that. <laughs> yeah, but then also showing them, you know, letting our players see humility
0: in us—the fact That's that it. we we do. I used to think that, or you know, maybe it was the time period or era. But like sometimes the coaches I had that they, they never made mistakes. That's what I felt like, and and even if if I if they did, they try to act like they didn't. You know, and I think it's it, it has, coaching has moved and the culture pieces moved in a good direction of, you know, vulnerability is a good thing to show our players and that's that right. I do make mistakes. You know what? I'm not having the best day, but golly guys, I'm going to give you my very, very best. Cause that's a life skill in itself. Absolutely.
1: I think something we, I I, I probably do this too much. I, I'm going to be right on the floor and then I'll tell them I'm wrong afterwards. So whatever happens on the floor, I'm right. And then I, I you know, I, come back afterwards and, and show them, Hey, that, that was not right. We're going to correct it. Film helps with that. Absolutely. You know, that, that's why those post game talks are so
0: dangerous because yeah. if you are in the moment saying things based on what you think you saw, man, what if you're wrong yeah, and you're, absolutely. and you're damaging, you know, because you and I both know it's, we can, we can spend so much time with these guys and build them up and say all the right things, love on them, all those things. But one comment can destroy or erode that confidence, that trust that we've built with them,
1: and it's and it's changed over time too. I mean, you, I know when I first started coaching, you could say anything you wanted to say, and it it, it seemed not not to matter really. And now you really have to be careful.
0: Yep. But and I, I and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I, again, I think it's a, I think it, it a little bit of because of how sensitive, a little bit because of cult, the outside culture, everything. But it's not bad for us to really think about the words that we say and to choose them carefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you 100% there. I love what you said about uh making sure that you're a good example uh for those guys. It, it, John John Mosley, he's the coach from Elac from the uh what's that Netflix show? Um, last chance you
1: last chance. So I
0: had an opportunity to to have this hoops talk with him and we were talking about pet peeves and he said, one pet peeve is coaches that, that, uh, walk around practice with coffee in their hand. And like, literally, as he's saying that I'm, I'm, I I do this, (laughs) I, you know, I said, but, but his whole point was, he's like, you know, I don't want my players to think that I need this to get going for them. Like when I walk in, he was like, when I walk in the gym, I have the energy, I have the juice and I can then require that from them. But it's the same thing that you said. It's, it's are how often are we setting standards? Like I have these words up on my, my board right here that we try to live by here. Do I live by those? Like, am I actually setting the example or is it just look good on the wall? Or good on the on the t-shirt but really like we don't live by that
1: correct yeah that's a great point great point a lot of times you see those things on t-shirts or or get it from other coaches and and you use them but you don't really maybe not really believe them yeah you know they sound good thank you for checking out today's episode
0: please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast